to the absolute degree. Absolute is no doubt, and there is no uncertainty. The person who uh, has certainty about something, there's no doubt about the truthfulness of that which they are on. And this is the second condition of the shuruf and la ilaha illallah, absolute meaning, what it negates and what it turns. One must have certainty about this kalima, this word of la ilaha illallah, certainty about what it means and what it requires, and not having any doubt thereafter. And Imam Muhammad al-Bulhaf says, Wadzahir al-Yaheen, the proof and the evidence for this condition of certainty, al-Yaheen, the proof of it is the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ ثُمَّ لَمْ يَرْتَاهُ وَجَاهَدُوا بِأَمْوَالِهِمْ وَأَنْفُسِهِمْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ
يعني الإمام أحمد بن عبد الوهاب هذا إيفيدنس بالتاريخ وكل الإيفيدنس يجيبه من السنة ومن السنة الحديث الثابت في الصحيح عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يعني إذا إيفيدنس من السنة يجيب من إيفيدنس من القرآن أنا نسأل أن من السنة هو هذا الإمام الحديث التي تقول من الصحيح يعني هي الصحيح من صحيح مسلم And when we say the Sahih, he is the Sahih of Bukhari, the Sahih of Muslim of all of them. However, here he means he is in the Sahih of Muslim of Bukhari, Abu Huraira, Rabbi Allah, and who said that the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, said, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah. I bear witness that there is nothing which deserves to worship except Allah. And he, Rasulullah, and that I am the Messenger of Allah. The Prophet of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he pronounced the Shahada, saying, I bear witness, that nothing deserves to worship except Allah and that I am the messenger of Allah. And I bear witness that I am the messenger of Allah. These are the two statements of the shahada, the shahadati. Then the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَا يَلْقَ اللَّهَ بِهِمَا عَبْدٌ غَيْرَ شَاهِنُ بِهِمَا إِلَّا تَأْلَى الْجَنَّةِ And he said, no slave, no servant of Allah will meet Allah with these two words. And in the two testimonies, of shahada, of the testimony of the one of Allah and the prophet of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, no one of the slaves of Allah will be Allah, meaning on the Qiyamah, with these two words, غير شاكل فيهنا, without having any doubt about them. And he testifying to these things without any doubt. No one will be Allah in that condition in that Ahl al-Jannah, except that he is definitely the Ahl al-Jannah. This hadith is a long hadith mentioned in the Sahih of Islam, on the occasion when some of the companions of the Prophet was on a journey with him and they ran out of food and somebody suggested that the Prophet should supplicate over the little food that they had that Allah might bless it and increase it and he did so and after doing so the Prophet made his statement and that hadith will be mentioned in its complete form as we go along and on this occasion it was that the Prophet made this statement that no one of the slaves of Allah who testified to these two words without having any shak, without having any doubt in these two words, except that he would enter the paradise. But we rely on in another narration of the same hadith also in the Sahih Muslim, from Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu, where the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَا يَلْحَ اللَّهَ بِهِمَا عَبْدٌ غَيْرَ شَاكٍ فَيُحْجَبَ عَنِ الْجَنَّةِ يعني that no one of the faith of Allah, who meet Allah with these two words, غَيْرَ شَاكٍ without doubt, فَيُحْجَبَ عَنِ الْجَنَّةِ And then he will be screamed, or he will be excluded from Jannah. This will not happen, but anybody who testifies to these words, who looks at their conditions, so he has mentioned the condition of certainty, yani that the person who testifies to these two words without having any doubt. He said, no one who testifies to these words without having any doubt, فَيُحْجَبَ عَنِ الْجِنَّةِ And then he will be screened from the paradise. That was not happening. Whoever believed in this, he would not be screened from the paradise. And he would not be excluded from the paradise. He would enter from the paradise. And the discussion of this hadith also will follow. Then the third evidence that any man, Muhammad in Abdul Wahab mentioned, it is the hadith, also reported in the Sahih, وعن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أيضا من حديث طويل. He mentions another hadith 
that is a lengthy verbal, lengthy hadith and it refers to Abu Huraira and from that hadith he mentions the point which is the shahi, the point that testifies and confirms our, uh, our point of discussion that is the requirement of certainty in the testimony of La ilaha illallah. In that hadith it is reported that the Prophet addressed Abu Huraira من لقيت من ورائي هذا الحائط يشهد أن لا إله إلا الله مستيقنا بها قلبه فبشره بالجنة That's what he meet from behind this wall from behind the wall of this garden the garden that he was sitting in What he meet on the other side of this wall on the other side of this wall a wall testifying that nothing deserves to worship except Allah Mustaykinan biha qalbuhu While his heart has certainty His heart has certainty about this testimony The body will be testifying to this And his heart is certain about it There is no doubt in his heart Fabashiru bil-jannah And give him the good news of paradise That he will enter in the paradise These are the three evidences that Anna Muhammad Wahab has mentioned Rahimahullah In the ayah from the Quran In these two hadith from the Sahih of Muslim. In the Sharh of this Sharh, the explanation of this Sharh, this condition, the explainer, Sheikh Ubaid al-Jabri, Habibullah, he said, the saying of Allah, إِنَّمَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ أَلَّذِينَ عَمْلُوا بِاللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ that only the believers are only those who believe of in Allah and His Messenger in the end of the ayah, he said that إِنَّمَا بُسْوَ إِنَّمَا إِذِبْ it is a Arabic grammatical point that limits, limits the statement that is following him. He said that it is his father's problem from the school, and it means that he confirms the problem or the ruling that is mentioned in this sentence, it confirms it, and it has inna for confirmation and certainty, and then the ma affects to the inna and the ma, it negates that problem or that meaning from anything else besides it. Meaning that the confirmation of Iman of those who are mentioned in this sentence and the negation of, of the Iman of anyone who, who doesn't fit under this description. It means that only these are the ones who are of the believers. He says the meaning of this is that from the people of Iman, of Iman al-Haq, the true Iman, Outwardly and inwardly, Rahir and Rahman, not the man that is just seen on the surface, but the man, the true man, that is the man outwardly and the man inwardly in the heart. That from amongst the people of the man, the true man, outwardly and inwardly are those who believe Allah and His Messenger, Qawlan wa Amalan wa Ayatul by their speech and by their actions and by their belief. And these are the three things that are part of the man, it requires speech on the tongue, and it requires action by the body parts, and it requires true faith or conviction in the heart. Fayra shakin fidarika, and that the people of Iman are those who believe in Allah and Messenger, by their speech and by their actions and by their conviction in the heart without having any doubt about it, and no uncertainty, and then they strive with the love and the self and the way of Allah. He said, Eva the Ahlul Iman, the two people of Iman, and for this reason, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in the end of this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, that these are the people, the ones of the people in the name of Iman. And then the statement, Shaykh Qayyid, he says, that the shahid from this ayah, the belief of the ayah, that we will witness, 
and then supplicate to Allah over that food. And he asked Allah to bless it, to increase it. He suggested this to the Prophet in a very respectful uh, manner by saying, No jama'ata. You will collect the food and supplicate over it. That is the meaning of it is, if instead of sacrificing the animals, it would be better that you collect whatever food we have and then supplicate to Allah. And indeed Allah would answer your supplication and bless that which we have, meaning increase it and it would be sufficient for us. So he said that the Prophet hearing this, he did it. And he did what Umar radiallahu anhu had suggested. So he said that the people came, some of them who had hate, who had beat for what they beat, and those who had hate for what they beat. And one of the narrators in Zahir said that the people who had hate stones, the feet that is in the day also water. So one of the narrators said, who was hearing that hadith, he said, and what did they do with the day stones? And what did they do with that? And he said that they used to suck on it. And when there was no food left, the day stones that were remaining, they would suck on it. And then they would drink water over it. And he would suck on the lake stone, and then they would drink some water behind it as a source of nourishment. So it is said in the Hadith that the Prophet supplicated over the food until the food of the people was, until everyone had more than enough food. And until the containers that they kept their food in were full, were full. And in another narration of the Hadith, it says that. All of the people who had their containers and they filled them and there were no containers remaining that were empty. And the people ate their fill and it was sufficient for everyone. Here the Shaykh doesn't mention the rest of the hadith. But what is important is that in that hadith, and this is the story behind the hadith of Abu Hurairah, he said at that time, when the people had eaten their fill and when they had filled up their containers, it is at that point that the Prophet made the statement, Ashadu in la ilaha illallah. And me, Rasulullah, I bear witness that there is nothing that has a right to be worshipped except Allah and the Lamb and Messenger of Allah. And then he said that there is nothing in the state of Allah who meets Allah with these words, Ayra Shaqin, without having any shek, in these words, without having any doubt about it, except that he will definitely enter the paradise. This hadith of Al Mamnaw is that in the Shaq from Muslim, which is also a proof. It is a sign, one of the signs of the Prophethood, one of the obvious signs of the Prophethood of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Allah answering the supplication and increasing that little bit of food that they had until it was spent in it and loving enough for all of the people. After this, the Asqayna, Rafiqullah, Shaykh Zayd al-Dabri, he said, and that as and here what is meant by this shahada, in this case what is meant by it is the confession of the uh, adult or mature person who is required to fulfill the requirements of Islam, the person who is of uh, reached maturity, who has reached puberty, and who has become responsible, it is the confession by that person that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one who deserves worship and that he is unique and there is nothing like him 
and it is also the confession of the Prophet that he indeed has been given a Rikala or the messengership and he indeed a messenger of the Prophet. So it says for the saying of the Prophet that Allah is a Muslim and that no slave of Allah will meet Allah. He said the meaning of this, no slave of Allah will meet Allah, the deep words without an endowment, he means the Yom Qiyamah. And that no slave of Allah will meet Allah in Yom Qiyamah with this shahada, the testimony of the oneness and uniqueness of Allah, meaning the right to worship alone and the prophet of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with And the meaning of the word, that he should that he doesn't have any doubt in God, means that he has no doubt, no uncertainty, that he is in fact any sort of he has complete, perfect knowledge of the matter, which doesn't allow for any doubt. And these words, Ghayr al-Shaqin Fihima, without any doubt, about these two statements, he said, this is the Shahid, or the witness from this Hadith. This is the point of the Hadith that we are concerned about. So this is the point of the Hadith that confirms this shock or this condition of the conditions of Allah, Allah, Allah that from amongst those conditions is the attain certainty to hear the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam without having any shaykh, without having any ta'ni, being certain of it. He said that for the statement of Salman Ibn Muhaq, for he relies in, and after this Hadith he mentioned that there is another, but there is another narration of the same hadith with slightly different wording. He said, it is the same as the one before, and it is also with the Imam Muslim. And the basic wording of the hadith is the same, except it has slight difference in it. But in this narration, the second narration that the Imam Muhammad was pointing to, it actually identifies the occasion on which this incident took place, and it was on the occasion of Gadwaku Kahu, the Kabuka expedition. Uh, as for the second evidence that Imam Khalid ibn Abdul Wahab mentions, yani, and that the person justifies the Sulaim al-Allah, whoever justifies the Sulaim al-Allah without having any doubt, he said that that person, uh, in this narration, he said that that person uh, would not be excluded, or would not be excluded from the Jannah. I looked at Jabu and the Jannah, and he would not be screened or excluded from the Jannah. He said, this means that he would not be prevented. And whoever sacrificed to Allah, 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 Muhammad Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and he doesn't have any doubt, he was shahed, then that person would not be screened from the Jannah. He said he would not be prevented from the paradise. However, it is of necessity here concerning this matter to clarify two points. Concerning this statement that no one who testifies with Allah will be prevented from the paradise, because there are two points. The first of them that he should be clarified is that Al-Hajj and Al-Jannah that being prevented or being excluded or being screened from the paradise is of two types. The first of those two types it is Hajj Da'im. And the person who is screened from the paradise, who is excluded from the paradise permanently, forever. And he said this is in reference only to the Qutbah of the believers. So they are the ones who will be screened from the hellfire forever. And this screening forever, Hadith-Zahim, this is negated. It is not applicable to the one who meets Allah with Tawheed. Whoever dies in Tawheed, even if they are sinned. 
يشهد ان لا اله الا الله مستيقنا بها قلبه يعني هو اول سبب الشهاده يصدر الاونس ذا اناونس اند ذا كونفيرميشن اوف سمثينج سو هو اول سبب اللي بيقول لك ان الابتيشن انك تقرا سمثينج ان ذا هارت مستيقنا بها قلبه So that we have to be combined and likewise we can say as mentioned earlier that the third part of the necessities of the shahada and the necessities of iman is the proof or the manifestation manifestation of that which is in the heart and pronounced on the tongue of the actions. But when a shaykh obeys, he says, Alhamdulillah, as for the saying of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and he gives him the good news, whatever you need, testifying in this way, having certainty, He said, "Even the rules." He said that this is an expression that, in the Arabic language, it means that the person, when they are happy, uh, then uh, this happiness is spread through their body, through their blood, just as water goes through a tree and is watering that tree. Peshir uh, will use the good rules so that he will feel it and he will be happy. He said the meaning of it is that the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. All is Abu Hurairah that he should learn every Muslim that he meets that he is from the Ahl Jannah. And the meaning of the shiru is that he should inform everyone of the people who meet these conditions. He should inform them that he is of the people of Jannah. The shiru bishra means the good news, the good news of entering the paradise. And one is sure to be noted here that. In summary, from this hadith, 
the Shaykh, the explainer, he mentioned four points that might be derived from these hadith. The first of them is the obligation of having Iman in the last day and what he can do of Shitab and Shabbat, that is the accounting and the recompense. And these hadith prove that people are absolutely related to their accounting. And if they believe in Allah and their certainty and they act in accordance with that, on Yom Shiyama they will be rewarded, they will be accounting and they will be recompensed. The second point is Sadduk Tawheed, the Allah who Sabbath, people who have Jannah bin Allah alayhi, Mu'min alayhi. Rani, the virtue or the excellence of Tawheed, in this hadith we see the excellence of Tawheed and that this is caused by reason for people to enter the paradise. Whoever has died upon Tawheed, Mu'min alayhi, and heaven, Certainty in the heart, and he being certain about them, so he will be the cause of the reason of the nation paradise. The third point is that al ibra fi kubun ashura bil isaba. The antennas and then the rafis, and then the ashura, consultation, someone's consultation being accepted, uh, accepted, and the determining factor is. And we saw that what they have said is correct, that they do is correct. Even if they were one person. And the acceptance of sure of consultation is determined by the correctness of the view of those who are consulted. Even if it was only one person. As the Prophet of Allah, he has accepted the advice of Omar and of the Prophet because what he said was correct. It was correct advice, and therefore he accepted it. And that there is no way to just collecting uh, the votes of the people. And it is not by hope that we need to vision in Islam, but it is by the correctness of the views of those who are consulted, and not by uh, those who have the most in number. The last point that he mentioned is the Qaeda that we have alluded to just before. And the Qaeda is the basic principle, the fundamental principle, in the Dara'a and Masajid that preventing or pushing back harmful things and masajid muqaddam ala jalb al-masalih that it is giving precedence over achieving the beneficial things and it is more important that we prevent harm than that we achieve good if we find that in a particular action there is some good to be achieved that some harm may come from it then it is more important to prevent the harm than to achieve the good uh, as long as they are equal in weight, or if the harm is more. However, and this is the general rule, and some of the scholars have said, however, if the benefit is far greater than the harm, then we will uh, take the beneficial thing along with what more harm comes with it. However, this rule is applicable to when there is benefit and harm which are equal, where the harm is greater than uh, giving precedence to removing uh, the harm or preventing the harm is priority of achieving the good. So all of this goes back to and preventing the harm that is harmful and what is beneficial. It goes back to the Sharia, to the Quran and Sunnah, not simply to, not simply to the intellect. And what is beneficial and what is harmful is also what is in the Sharia, not what the intellect or the minds of the people may determine. And the supporting books and learning good points that everything goes back to the Sharia are more than can be mentioned. And there is no room on this occasion to mention them here. But in any case, one of those sources that the Prophet should mention, uh, those who 